Namaste to all the students and uh, faculty. I'm delighted to be here. Actually, when I got this invitation, I was very excited because I always like to talk to students. I think students are the future. This book, Artificial Intelligence and the Future of Power, Five Battlegrounds. Now, this book is dedicated to the young people, especially the scientific technocrat type of young people, people with you know, good analytical skills. It's dedicated to them. So it's dedicated to people like you. And that's why I'm, I'm excited to come wherever I'm invited with young people. I like to come and participate. I feel that the youth of India are in crisis. They are in very serious trouble and they need to wake up. They need to wake up to the new reality, the new reality of artificial intelligence, how this artificial intelligence will affect jobs, affect the economy, affect, affect the defense of the country, because enemies are making weapons using artificial intelligence, how your mind is being hacked, how the social media is controlling you, how the social media is manipulating you, it's how it's a form of colonization, all of those things. So that is what this book is about, explaining how social media and all the algorithms, all the algorithms which control social media, it's not human beings sitting somewhere making every decision to block you, to boost you, to encourage your post, it's algorithms. And these algorithms are all driven by artificial intelligence. So I, I, want, to, I want to discuss this, uh, this with you. So the most exciting part of such a uh, webinar is the Q&A. I can give you bhashan after bhashan, but I want to hear your views and I want to answer your questions. That is what I really want to do. But I, I, need, I, I feel I should first set a stage, tell you a little bit, and then you'll have a, enough masala to ask me questions, argue, disagree, debate, whatever you want to do, but do it. We'll do it with respect. We'll do it in a logical way. Uh, I want some scientific arguments. Uh, and, and, you know, whatever you agree, disagree, it doesn't bother me. Uh, I'm quite argumentative. I have no problem. I'm not offended if you disagree with me, but we will talk. So the main point I want to make is People in India have not understood, from the top leaders to the masses, have not understood the danger of foreign social media driven by algorithms. These algorithms are using artificial intelligence to understand you. After understanding you, they know how to manipulate you. They know how to make you feel happy if you are a good guy, how to block you or marginalize you if they don't like you. If you are an important person in politics, some big leader, they'll keep you happy. If you are not so important or on the wrong ideology, which they don't like, then they can also block you. They can create riot because they know which people are vulnerable to violence, emotions, what kind of messages and fake messages can be sent. Because every time, every time you click something, the artificial intelligence algorithm learns about you. It learns that you like this and you don't like that. What you will buy, what you will not buy. What movie you will watch. What type of ad you will see. What type of uh, ideological message you like. When you respond, it can understand the language to see are you angry, are you happy, are you sad, are you celebrating? Uh, what is your mood based on what was, what was said? So how is your mood being changed? How to manipulate your mood? They're understanding it. So it's like somebody who knows you very well. Artificial intelligence knows you better than you know yourself, better than your friends and relatives know you. Because artificial intelligence is watching everything you've done ever in social media. It's able to rec do facial recognition. So it's able to tell where you are. When you upload some pictures, it knows where you are, who are your friends, who you are shaking hands with, whom you are hugging. It knows all that. It's able to recognize that. This is not science fiction. This is not something that will happen in the future, which is in movies. No, this is happening now. All the videos that, the, that are in the systems are available for facial recognition, all of them. These AI systems are even now becoming better and better from a distance able to measure your heartbeat, able to measure your cardiac system, 
able to evaluate your mind, how your feelings are. So this technology is moving very fast. Soon there will be wearables. You'll wear, wear things with augmented reality, virtual reality that will give you fantasy experience. So you'll be very happy that AI is doing me so much good. You know, we are getting free email. We are getting free search. We are getting free, you know, social media platform. No money we have to pay. It's a big thing they're doing for us. They're helping us. But when they are helping you, to, uh, the, what they are encouraging is that you keep giving all your information, all your feelings, all your messages, all your private conversation, keep, in, keep disclosing to the system. And the system is not human beings sitting and watching, but algorithms learning about you, learning about every individual. So these algorithms becoming very smart about every jati, every community, every state, uh, North India, South, East, Evo, or Hindi speaking people, it knows a diff how these people are different. Who, who, is, who are one group? So if there is a farmer uh, revolt going on, uh, the system is listening to the conversation. Who are the farmers? Which, which town they come from? Which village? What community they belong to? Who is their leader? It knows all this. It knows how to organize, uh, organize uh, you know, revolutions how to organize uh, problems, how to influence your voting, how to convert you to another religion. It knows all that. So the, the future of missionaries and evangelists is through this technology, understand your behavior, understand the behavior of every village, this village, that village, who's in charge, who's the pandit, who's the priest, what do people think? who they like, what, who's fighting, in which family there's some fight going on or somebody not well, he needs help, who's got some money problem. So understanding the details of everybody, a map of every family, every individual, gives them the power to decide how to manage these people, how to keep them happy under control, how to make them fight, whatever, whatever the goals are. This is something which has never been possible in human history. Even the best propaganda was not so good. Even the best spies looking at surveillance was not so good. Today, the artificial intelligence gives you the better, best surveillance and espionage possible and the best intervention, the best uh, propaganda possible. All of this because the AI systems have gone so far, become very sophisticated. I've been writing this book for five years. Five years I've been doing research. And I've gone undercover and gone to some of these places where uh, these uh, international nexuses are operating into India. Whether it is George Soros, whether it is some church group, whether it is some Maoist, from wherever they are operating, they are very AI savvy. They, are, they understand artificial intelligence. So the recent Twitter problems in India, Indian people have not understood that the role of artificial intelligence. That is why I'm asking that people to read this book. And you know, some people don't want to read it because they don't want to know about uh, problems. They want to live in some uh, escape, escape in nice, you know, win cricket match and we will have good Bollywood and uh, we will do some nice music and all that. They live in that world. So some people, when they read it, they get angry. That's not going to help. What we need are intelligent people who read, a, who understand the map of what is happening in the Kurukshetra who understand who is who, who's got what weapon, and very calculated, very calm, very relaxed way, they can de develop a plan how to counter it, how to organize people of our, uh, on our side, how to use artificial intelligence on our side, how we should be doing this to others. This is what requires a new kind of youth, very intelligent youth. That is why I'm talking to you, because I feel that some of the people in this audience will be the kind of people who understand this, understand the seriousness of this and want to join a mobilization that we are doing, which is to create, a, create an army of thinkers, very intellectual people, very intelligent, good activists who want to uh, counteract this, what I call Breaking India 2.0. You know, more than a decade ago, I wrote this book, Breaking India. It became a big classic.
and all these people that are uh, you know today championing whether it is maoist problem or missionary problem or uh, you know islamist problem or whatever kind of problem all of them read this book breaking india i wrote over the, more than 10 years ago and they got and they were part of my movement then they went on and developed their own movement they did not go forward they they are today they are stuck in the same idea of breaking india like you know 10 15 years ago but our enemies gone forward the twitter problems in the last week or two in india are nothing new it's just that now it's become very big i've been talking about this exact same thing for a very long time i've been saying that these foreign social media should be subject to indian laws there should be a place in india where somebody can go file a case if they feel that they've been unfairly treated and these groups should not be able to hide behind uh, you know i have uh, the algorithm decided this and the algorithm decided that algorithm is not a devata twitter is should not be treated like a devata or google devata or facebook devata so i've been arguing this for quite a long time but people are not interested in listening so i decided i'll write a book in which i will explain everything now my own background 50 years ago i was a computer science student in the united states i went when i was 20 first to do my phd in physics then i switched from physics to computer science and in computer science my specialty was artificial intelligence in those days ai was very uh, you know very simple chota mota simple thing like trying to play chess and so on now it's become huge so i in my corporate in my business i was in the corporate world uh, you know in in software and in it then i became a management consultant to top companies in the world at&t british telecom all these companies and then i started my own companies to do technology work and then in 94 i left everything for the last 26 27 years i have done not done any business no business no job no salary no profit nothing just doing my seva back to my country back to the society back to the dharma and i've been writing about all these breaking india forces all the ideological warfare going on uh, and now i'm writing about what i call breaking india 2.0 because what i wrote about breaking india 10 years ago is obsolete that is old fashioned breaking india that is you know physically going village to village campaigning lobbying giving this guy food giving this guy some ideology handing out bibles giving some uh, the maoists are doing various things to help people in, in the villages and turn them violent against the country all that done the old fashioned way but now with more and more of the masses being on social media the messaging is on social media and the the, the this is this means the whole propaganda the whole uh, you know making creating this uh, breaking india forces to fight the country fight the country to misinform and miseducate the public telling them that your jati is being exploited by this jati go fight them making people fight each other that is exactly what the british did british also were doing breaking india old fashion breaking india they were also going to one community telling them to fight another community one raja fight that raja one caste go fight that like that they were doing and so we lost the whole country because we were they we did not understand what is they are doing what are they doing to us and they were they knew how to please us so similarly today the breaking india 2.0 is making you happy because they give you more retweet you will get more views uh, they will put some fake news or some post to make you give you a lot of praise so we are emotionally weak hamare jo log hain emotionally kamzor hai उनमें ये कमजोरी है सो दैट इज वाई इट इज इजी फॉर पीपल टू एक्सप्लॉयट बिकॉज इफ यू आर वेरी स्ट्रॉन्ग इफ यू आर वेरी टफ इफ यू आर वेरी रिजिलियंट इट वुड नॉट बी सो इजी फॉर पीपल टू गेट द बेटर ऑफ यू सर सो सर द फर्स्ट क्वेश्चन इज फ्रॉम आकाश मिश्रा डोंट यू थिंक दैट ए आई विल लीड टू डिक्टेटरशिप बहुत बढ़िया क्वेश्चन है विल ए आई लीड टू डिक्टेटरशिप you know there is two kinds of dictatorship one is government but there is also corporate dictatorship 
Do you know East India Company was a company, private company, like Reliance or Tata's or something. It's a private company, British company, which became the colonial master of the world, of large part of the world. It, it was not government. That came later. But the colonization of India was done by a private company. So you can also have private corporate dictatorship. You can. So people like Google, Facebook, Twitter, a few others. In my book on artificial intelligence, I call them the return of the East India Company. I'm saying the return of the East India Company. Indian government does not understand this. Indian government, I have been warning them for two, three years, privately going to a lot of places, publicly giving presentations, that there should be some rules, some regulations, some controls on these people. They should be accountable for all the gather they're causing. They should be accountable, legally liable. And you know, so the dictatorship I, you are saying is absolutely correct. There is artificial intelligence is something which very rich people can make it better, 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 better. Aam Admi, I am not able to do the artificial intelligence on you or somebody else the way Google can do. You cannot do the same facial recognition on the Americans the way the American can do on you. The way China is doing facial recognition and understanding the behavior of our leaders, they can blackmail our leaders. You know, these foreign, uh, these foreign nexuses which are controlling the AI can blackmail our leaders because they read all their email, the private messages, they know who's having affair, who's doing some gather, who's doing corruption, who's doing hanky-panky like that. They know the weaknesses, they know how to make him happy, what to give him as a bribe, what to, how to bring him down, so they can create scandals. So China is doing surveillance of Pakistan with all these, uh, they've given them thousands, lakhs of uh, video, video cameras and CCTV, and they're looking at this facial recognition and they're keeping track of what the generals are doing, what the politicians are doing. They're doing this in Africa. China is doing this in Africa. So this is how the new colonization, I call it digital colonization. Digital colonization is happening. And I've been talking about it for five, six years. So the... The, the end result of digital colonization of uh, a few people controlling all these algorithms and artificial intelligence and doing surveillance and keeping track of you gives these people a large amount of power over the public. I call it moronization of the public. Moron, moron means buddhu, bevakuf. Matlab public ka bevakuf banaya ja rahe. Aapko kaha ja rahe ki aapko mufad mein sab kuch mil rahe. Aur aap sara apna data dete ja rahe hai. और उस डेटा के द्वारे वो आपके बारे में सीख रहे हैं और जितना ज्यादा सीखते हैं उतना ज्यादा आपको मैनिपुलेट कर सकते हैं आपके ऊपर कंट्रोल डाल सकते हैं सो दे आर मशीन्स आर बिकमिंग स्मार्टर पीपल बिकमिंग डमर पीपल बिकमिंग मोर मोर एट द मर्सी ऑफ द मशीन से हमको गूगल देवता बताओ कुछ हमको तो कुछ आता नहीं है हम सर्च करेंगे आप बताओ विकिपीडिया बताओ हमको हमको तो कुछ भी नहीं आता सीरी विल टेल अस सो ऑल दिस ऑल दिस ऑटोमेशन ऑफ नॉलेज and uh, fake knowledge, fake knowledge. So this is a way to fool people. So obviously, this is the ultimate dictatorship. So the question is very, very profound. Breaking India 2.0 is a kind of a dictator rule, very quiet, but not the old dictator who's visible with danda, with the, he's beating you up. No, no, no. This is kind of dictatorship, both PR say. Lot of love and hugs, give you lot of free things, lot of goodies, and make you dependent. Nasha, nasha, intoxication, addiction, make you addicted to these things. So many of our youth are spending so much of their time constantly on, on the social media, giving, giving more and more information about themselves, who their friends are, how their feelings are, like that. Not knowing that this is going to be used against you to make you more of a slave. Very good question. So next question, please. Uh, from Srinath. And his question is, uh, so finally, with all the power using AI by tech oligarchs, where are we headed as a civilization? Excellent question. So I have a section in this book called Crash of Civilization. Crash, not clash. Clash of Civilization is the old idea that different civilization they'll fight each other. You know, West is fighting Islam and left wing fighting right wing. That is old clash. Crash is C-R-A-S-H. Crash. Civilization crash. It is crashing. 
So why civilization is crashing? Because human values, human morals, the respect for our Sanskriti, our Shastra is being replaced by Wikipedia is the new Shastra. And Google is the new Adhikari, is the new Guru. So our tradition is being broken with these new ideas from artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence owned by these oligarchs with their own new Shastras, you can think of them as new Smritis. Smriti means Shastra two kinds, Shruti and Smriti. Shruti is what is permanent, permanent long-term thinking, always the same or permanent truth. That is Shruti. Smriti is what keeps changing in history, new knowledge, science, political thought, social thought. So what is known to the politicians today is today different than what was 10 years ago, 50 years ago. This is all Smriti era. So artificial intelligence is creating the new Smritis for the 21st century in all the languages for all the different strata of society and is able to teach you the kind of Smriti that they want you to have. In the old days, it was a guru, it was the parents, but now it is the artificial intelligence, the algorithm teaching you. Now you people are young. Let me tell you, in five, 10 years, when you are married, you have children, your children will be raised entirely by these machines. The values, what they like, what they don't, what their thinking is. So this kind of, uh, this is the crash of civilization being created. And this will result in a large number of people unemployed because the machines will learn how to do the work. Robots will take over the jobs. They are saying that artificial intelligence will create new jobs. Are bhaiya, it will create a small number of jobs, but it will get large number of people unemployed. And maybe a few jobs will be created among very, very highly educated people in urban areas. You know, people from good colleges, good degrees, very intelligent, they will get jobs and they'll become very rich. The rich will become richer. But the Aam Admi, who is not very well educated and he's doing some very simple job, the robot will do it better. So this is going to create unemployment. So the oligarchs will not need so many people. They will say, why are these, all these people are useless? Useless people, hain, they will say. Ye They've caused disease. They cause, uh, they need help. They have to, we have to feed them. We have to subsidize them. We have to give them food. So all this farming problem because we have to have subsidies because there's such a big population to feed. So if instead of 1.3 billion people, 130 crore, which later in the century will become 150 crore, 160 crore. They will say that we need only 20 crore. That's all we need. Rest of the people are useless. This is the crash of civilization. This will happen in your lifetime. It will not happen in my lifetime. I'm happy. I'm comfortable. But I'm telling you, this is happening in your lifetime. By 2030, by the, in the, within 10 years, you will start seeing this thing happening. In fact, you will start seeing these things happening by 2025. Within four or five years, you will start seeing breaking India forces becoming more aggressive. Abhi, jo Twitter mein is only very simple, only the first thing. But more and more of this is in the pipeline, already being planned. I know it. People don't want to hear it. They don't want to listen to it, but I know it. I'm telling you, this breaking India is going to become tougher and tougher. And the, the idea of uh, brainwashing such a huge society is going to keep happening more and more. Make you think like the people they want you to think. And so it will be one political party fighting another. In India, that is the problem. Too much politics, too much infighting. We are not together as a nation like China to face the world, to, to be a leader in AI. AI is managing us. Instead of that, we should manage the AI. So you see, when you have a society where oligarchs manage the AI and through the AI, they manage the masses and turn them into morons. Then these morons also are useless, except that they have voting right. The only thing they have to worry about is that even if you are a moron, you have voting right. And if you are intelligent, how you use your voting right, they will be worried about you. They have to be thinking about you. But what if, they can make you moron in such a way that even your vote, they, you will give like they tell you because you're a moron. Suppose, or large number of people, I'm not saying you 50, 60 people are morons. I'm not talking about you. You're intelligent, smart people, I know. 
but I'm talking about the average person, the masses out there. Suppose they are turned into Buddhas who are just so much addicted with whatever they are being given, who get little gift here, little gift there. Emotionally, they are very happy. Their, their opinions are considered very important. So they are very happy. But, but ultimately, they are being controlled only. So with a population like that, and you with robots, you don't need their jobs. You don't need them for jobs. Emotionally, you can manage them. You see, and you can make them do infighting, the breaking India forces. So a combination of breaking India forces 2.0, making our society more and more in conflict with foreign excesses, giving them the masala, what to say. And a combination of China with lot of robotic soldiers, drones, artificial intelligence weapons, which they will give to Pakistan also. They will arm Pakistan with their technology, their AI technology, because China has got the money. China will not send their soldiers to fight India. China will not have Chinese soldiers fighting India. They'll sit on the border and create trouble, but they'll get Pakistanis to fight India. They'll get Pakistanis military and uh, terrorists to fight India. They will supply them with the technology. Little, little drones that are not visible under with the radar that can come at night. They have night vision. They can see and they can drop a little bomb here, shoot this guy there quietly. You won't even know. So the future warfare is going to be air driven. So, you know, what we are headed for is a society where oligarchs in the private sector, like some American oligarchs and dictators like China and other dictators will use this technology, not only for breaking India forces, but also for weapons that they will have psychological manipulation and taking jobs. So what will happen to the public? What will happen to the public? Gulami, digital colonization, are we headed for depopulation? What will happen to the public? That is the crisis I'm calling crash of civilizations. And this book is saying this is what we should be debating. All Nobody in literary festival is talking about this. Nobody in these think tanks talking about it. Nobody, all these famous people, this, uh, whether they are left wing or Hindu, saffron, right wing, whatever, on these channels, famous people, they're going to republic. They don't know any of this AI. They don't know. Uh, all these people uh, becoming very popular on uh, video channels, YouTube channels, Twitter, millions of followers, all of that. They are zero in understanding the impact of artificial intelligence on your life. They don't, they, and this book I've written is just the first volume. I'm going to write a volume two, then I'm going to write a volume three. I have enough research done, but I want you to first understand volume one. And then I'll come back and teach you more and more. So your future as young people is not very secure and you need to be smart. If you are smart, you can come ahead. If India is smart, India learns all this quickly. Then India can be one of the powers of the world. Then India can be Vishwaguru. India can be Vishwaguru if it understands how to use AI. If it does not understand how to use AI, India will become Vishwakuli and others will be the Vishwaguru ruling over us. So this is the future uh, combination of the question on dictatorship and the question on oligarchs. This is the future as I see it. If we could end up being winners or we could end up being colonized again. The, that is in your hands. So the next question is uh, from Hansraj. He's asking, sir, can we say that democracy is dead in India after 2014 elections? Democracy is not dead. Hansrajji, there may be too much democracy. India's problem could be too many elections, too much time wasted on next election, next election, break this coalition, create this new coalition, buy these MPs. You know, this kind of of politics, democracy has become kind of of power. And, you know, we are up against China and Pakistan who don't have to waste their time on all this. They are, they, are waste, they are spending all their resources building up their weapons and becoming powerful and capturing big data and learning, teaching their algorithms to have more AI capability, all of that. And we are spending so much of our time. If you look at what is the last 24 hours news, what is the news one week for one week? What is the news for one month? What is the news for last six months? It's all this scandal, that scandal, this fellow did this, and the government also very happy to make you give you some little bit of emotional 
हैप्पीनेस इमोशनल जॉय कि हम आपके लिए ये कर देंगे आपके लिए वो कर देंगे सो पीपल आर हैप्पी विद सिली थिंग्स यूजलेस थिंग्स व्हिच हैव नो लॉन्ग टर्म कॉन्सिक्वेंस नो लॉन्ग टर्म कॉन्सिक्वेंस सो द द डेमोक्रेसी इन इंडिया आई डोंट थिंक देयर इज अ डेमोक्रेसी इज डेड आई थिंक द डेमोक्रेसी इज बिकम टू हाइपर एक्टिव टू शॉर्ट साइटेड सेल्फिश कि मैं जीत जाऊं आई विल यूज योर यू एज अ वोट बैंक i will tell you all the things to make you happy i will use you as a vote bank the other fellow will also try to make you happy and use you as a vote bank so this business of manipulative democracy uh, you know uh, too much overdone vote banking and too many elections i think that's the problem not that democracy is dead but democracy is too hyperactive too much uh, without moral compass that is the problem of india so the next question is from vishwajit Uh, he wants to ask uh, that in chapter 5 the battle for self uh, you have explained how ai and life sciences is combining so how will it affect our spiritual life chapter 5 is like a whole book it's a it's a topic huge topic the gurus are afraid to deal with it i talked to some gurus offline they don't want to come on the you know they want only one or two young fellows young swamis are very interested in their learning about this and we are having good time but the senior gurus the old gurus the one who are very established in worldwide famous and all they don't know much about this let me tell you they either give some simple answer or a trivial answer but this battle for self is a battle for who am i am i the adhyatma which yog teaches ke andar jao meditation karo andar se andar khojo and you will find satchitanand you will find bliss inside that is what yoga gives you and believe me it works meditation works it gives you it puts you in touch with your real self and as far as body is concerned neti neti you just don't worry about it your body will run on its own you do your duty you are supposed to do but that is not who you are you're not really this body opposing to this opposite to this is this biological gratification sensory gratification uh this is you know pleasures bodily pleasures so now ai gives you more of that ai gives you with goggles they with artificial these uh, augmented reality goggles you will be fantasizing going here going there you know having sex virtual sex having some going to some fancy restaurant going on the moon going to mars going in space all that you will be able to imagine fantasy so it will be able to give your mind experiences which are not real but fantasy which you want to call entertainment this is the future of entertainment future of entertainment is ai based augmented reality wearables eye glasses implants that will all give you these amazing experiences but these experiences are not connected with the self so the vedic tradition based yoga meditation sadhana goes in one direction more and more inward and this ai based mechanized pleasures biologically manipulating you psychologically manipulating you to give you gratification and pleasure going in the opposite direction this is the fight between who i am in terms of self and versus who i am in terms of this machine that wants pleasures the idea that rajiv is a biological machine i've got these hormones i've got these uh, endomorphins i got these uh, all kind of things that uh, the machines can trigger in my brain uh, i got these fantasy memories or uh, traumas bad memories so that kind of identity of who i am is what ai is going to manage and make it good for me or at least it looks good for me so this is a very serious battle for self so if we lose this battle for self from the vedic point of view we become machines we become like zombies we just become like things that uh, you know uh, elon musk is developing these implants he's got a company called bmi uh, brain machine interface where they are now making a lot of advancements using ai to put some implant that will uh, measure what is the thought in your brain what is the mood what emotion good bad and they can intervene they can change it they can take a nightmares bad memory you're having bad attack mental health attack sadness violence something like that replace it with something happy joy make you good okay so this business of 
uh, AI-based manipulation of your thoughts and your moods and your habits is, is, the, is basically the battle for self. So our gurus are sleeping. They don't know this. So we are our whole generation moving into this direction. So, you know, you become slaves. You become slaves. But happy slaves, they keep you happy. Not uh, slaves with danda shanda beating and making you pain. No, no, no. This kind of new slavery will be very happy. People who are happy, who will be digital slaves will want to. They will say, Are bhaiya, Raji, aap kya keh rahe hai? to very khush hu. Mere ko to mohaj hi mohaj hai. Mere ko kuch karna wala nahi. Mere baith kar, baitha hoon, date karo. Mere ko sab maje aare hai. Mere ko I'm enjoying everything. Sara din mein yehi karta rata. This is what's going to happen. So, aise log to khush to rahenge. Lekin they will not be qualified to have productive jobs because the robots will do it. So why do they, let me now ask, uh, give you a very uh, provocative answer, which many people will be afraid of, but the smart ones from among you will like it. I'm saying, if you don't need a large population because you don't need them as laborers, because you got robots, if they are out of work, they are not going to be consumers because they have no money. How will they buy? They can't be, they're not. So they're not producers of uh, anything. And if they're not producers because robots are producers, then they don't have the money to be consumers. So now these people are not producers and not consumers. Who are they? They're useless people, third rate people. Inko, inko, inka pet bharne ke liye, subsidize karne ke liye. Why should we, why should we be wasting all our wealth? This is what the rich people will say. So how do you keep them happy? You keep them happy with the virtual, virtual self, virtual self. You give them this artificial self that is enjoying life. And what nashe mein hai, like Netflix streaming service, this will be some kind of artificial pleasure service. Aapko so many rupees a month and there'll be a silver plan, gold plan, platinum plan, depending on how much you pay, aapko usne matabak, uske matabak aapko joy boy, enjoyment, sab kuch milta jayega. So you, you actually become uh, managed as a zombie or as a sort of a person who's got no will, no free will, no agency, no, uh, uh, you know, you think you have all that. They're making you feel that you are in control, but you are not. So this type of, uh, this is the crash of civilization. This is the crash of civilization when selfhood crashes. And this will be a very, this will be a state India will go through from 2030 onwards to 2050. Between now and 2030, you'll see some basic things happening, like breaking India 2.4 and all that. Then from 2030 onwards to 2050, you people will still be young, you know. You in 30 years, uh, you'll still be, you know, fraction of my age, you know. So in your mid middle of your life, you will see all this happening. You will see that uh, there will be this algorithmic devata algorithmic devata running your life and you'll be happy with it. Many of you will be just happy. But ultimately the idea is to control you, manage you, depopulate you, reduce your population because you will be seen as a nuisance. This is the future I am predicting in this. And I'm also telling you how to avoid it. I'm writing more books to tell you how we can avoid this. It is not that it has to happen. It will happen if you don't change. It will happen under the current policies. But we can change. And that is what I want, why I'm writing this to wake up people so we can make that change. The next question is from Bharat. Uh, he wants to ask, uh, do you think that AI will lead to civil war as it replaces human resources? The definition of civil war is uh, internal war. That is breaking India 2.0. Internal war, matlab, uh, you will just say CAA may communities being made to clash or farmer revolt may communities A versus B made to clash. So is there a localized problem? Abhi, we had 370, we had CAA, we have farmers. All of these were foreign manipulated through AI, through machine learning, through big data, through social media. Social media is just a channel, channel, which looks like very friendly, very nice, but channel ke piche is big data, machine learning and algorithms driving the channel. It is not neutral channel. Channel is not an honest, fair channel. It is not. I've been saying this for a very long time. So this new machinery is going to drive civil wars. 
it's going to now the war of the future will be there will be very tough weapons also physical weapons will be so precise you know that in the middle of the night there'll be all these air force of drones with hundreds of drones thousands of drones doing all kind of things you don't even need human pilots so many so this right now china by the way i don't know if you saw this in the news but china launched 12 submarines which are without human human beings inside them driverless submarines automatically driven submarines 12 in the indian ocean around the coast of india to do surveillance imagine they 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 wanted to do 14 but they could do only 12 uh, but soon in a year or so they will have 100 and they are building a capacity to have thousands so you will have so many these submarines surveilling what going on the coastline what is the pattern of ships coming in ships going out uh, which one what you know so they will have this intelligence of whatever detail going on every little place they will know the indian coastline better than india they will know the movement of things in and out better than India knows. This is China. So this came in the some article I read that this came out. I think CIA disclosed this and some Indian government also verified it. Now these are called gliders. Gliders meaning they're not very fast moving. The glider is something very goes slowly. Na? So under the water, this thing goes very slowly and they communicate with each other. They also communicate via satellite to home base, the cloud. And they, this can stay under the water for a very long time. You don't even know about it. Small, it's not, it's just gliding around. And if they have end up having a thousand of them all over the coast, what will you do? So the future of warfare is going to be AI based. The future of internal fighting with people is AI based. The future of politics will be AI based. Not just jobs and economy, but all of these things. So yes, you are right. Uh, uh, Bharat, that uh, this will be the, this is how uh, people who, who have control over AI will control over those countries that are not as good in AI. So what will be the killer application for them? You know, what will be the killer technology is called quantum computing. Quantum computing will be a kind of computing once it is perfected, they're still working on it. China and USA are neck to neck in quantum computing. India is 10 years behind. Abhi shuru Tata Institute of Fundamental Research, I know some people, they're starting other places. India is very concerned. China So quantum computing will give you a kind of computing power 100 million times, 100 million times faster than ordinary computers. Google has a quantum computing project. The goal is to make a quantum computer, which will be 100 million times faster than the fastest computer today. Okay, now what will this do? What it will do is to immediately break through all the security codes, all the encryption, all the passwords. One click and it will compromise your missile because it will decode everything in the missile and send it fake uh, information to misguide it. So let's say you send a missile uh, with a target, it has to bomb, it has to hit, uh, drop the bomb in a particular location. And you've given the GPS coordinates, you've given the map, what the terrain looks like, how to go around the mountain, go here, there, where to drop the bomb, where to crash, where to blow up. Suppose you've given that. But the enemy is able to hack into your missile because of this quantum computing. It can replace with a different map, different location. And instead of your missile going and blowing up the enemy, it can you turn back to you and blow you up. You have sent a missile to Pakistan, they, they will turn around, send it back to Delhi. This is possible with quantum computing. Quantum computing is not 100 years away. Okay, Quantum computing hasn't materialized yet, but it is the latest cutting edge technology. Our military people know it. They're worried about it. I talked to them. But we are just starting our quantum computing program, putting some good money into it, but China is way ahead. So this is the future of conflict, rules, who, who's, make, who's ruling over you, who's going to be the new ruler, who's going to be the, uh, the, the, the boss, the, the colonial master. India, India needs to wake up. So uh, the next question is by Ekta. 
she wants to ask how will reliance uh, facebook deal harm our country very good so you should read part 2 of my book i i have a section called digital colonization i have a section called is india for sale i have a section called return of the east india company you can tell you can guess what i'm saying when the when this google deal when google and facebook were investing in reliance geo i was not happy because I, i had done this research for a long time i predicted this will happen i know why they are doing it and so i tried to intervene and get a debate started nobody wanted to publish my article you know in this book i have written all this it was written even before the uh, thing happened i predicted it but when this thing happened i wrote a i updated my that section in this book it's about 10 15 pages where i wrote about this they have invested in geo and they'll get rights as a shareholder and geo is using uh geo is using uh, to uh, uh do surveillance because they are capturing orders who's buying what is the village economy going well not well which village economy is doing better which is doing worse so this kind of knowledge over india's uh, down to the district level village level they're gathering uh they are also whatsapp understands our messages uh, go, uh facebook in any case on the facebook platform and on instagram they know a lot about what's going on in india there is something called natural language processing where they can understand the meaning of what you are saying the moods in different uh, different countries in different places different strata of society what are the moods on different topics what's the mood google all of this so they have hijack they have used geo to get into india which they could not have done on their own because who's going to sitting overseas they don't have access to the indian government this is people are very difficult to get things through but geo will get things through geo will be their zamindar get them into the door clear up clear everything with the government geo reliance has got the clout so reliance will give them the protection the legal protection the political protection all this hanky panky that you need to do with the government to get yourself through this is the reliance job this is what the indian partner will do and the american partner will bring in artificial intelligence and they'll bring in their whole technology and the two of them will work together it will be good for geo it will be good for geo not only they get the money they get all this technology they become very international maybe geo will float itself on the new york stock exchange many of these indian companies uh, they basically sold indian labor cheap to the westerners built the americans technology they own the technology not the indian workers they don't own any any intellectual property is owned by foreigners and then the people who made tons of money billions of dollars the middlemen who did all this then they sold out their shares to uh, foreign uh, shareholders foreign investors so india has been sold out so geo may go public and then after it gone public in a little while more and more equity will be owned by westerners so it will become a like a flip cart it will become an american owned thing more and more and more and an american method to access and surveillance and ent- enter into india with this ai so if you look at it long term that's where things are by 2030 a- an american highly you know lot of money in it and technology in it and brains in it and all that using indian brains using indian indians as laborers as employees doing the brains but americans owning and controlling you know this is this is very dangerous for india so you may say that we have sundar pichai sitting there but he is one individual making his own money sundar pichai and uh, uh, nadella satya nadella and all these guys they are very good in their personal capacity they'll come to india they'll do all this namaskar and they have this nice tilak and they'll wear some dhoti also somewhere and they'll go to go to some temple everybody feel very happy bhi hamara aadmi dekho kahan chad gaya but the point is a is managing his own career and his own money b he personally doesn't own the intellectual property it belongs to microsoft it belongs to google it does not belong to satya nadella and it does not belong to uh, you know any individual even the ceo personally he is uh, he just he gets a lot of millions of dollars to do this job so the intellectual property is owned by the uh, american corporate entities and 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 uh, geo is just a vehicle for them to get into india and this is not good for india what would be good for india i wrote india should have made its own google its own facebook 
Reliance has the money. India has the brains. They should start a one-year crash project. I've been talking about it. I gave this idea to uh, R. Jagannathan of uh, Swarajya. He started writing articles in Swarajya with my idea. I, that Indian government should require these very gigantic tech companies to make Indian platforms. Make in, that should be the Atma Nirbhar India social media. And they should, they, they can use the fact that Indian languages will be very popular rather than English. Do it in Indian languages. Get in hundreds of hundreds of millions of subscribers onto it. China blocked and banned Facebook, Twitter, Google, Amazon. Why? They were smart because they could tell in advance what, what's going on. And they said that uh, they give some reason, whatever reason. American didn't like it, but China don't care. They've created their own social media, their own uh, you know, tech devatas, at least it's domestic. We don't even have, firstly, we have given the human adhika, the human agency to technology. Technology is becoming more and more smart. We are becoming morons. And then this is owned by some foreign people who have no concern for us. They are not only rude, but they are absolutely, completely arrogant and using their power like they are some, uh, some East India company ruling over us. It's already started happening, but I have warned about it. So the next question is uh, from Mahima. Uh, will it be possible to build artificial emotion intelligence? Of course. There is already artificial emotion intelligence. That is already there. Uh, you know, when the system knows that Mahima likes to click on this, this is her weakness. So they can put more of that to make you feel happy. When they don't want you to be happy, they put less of that. They block it. What they show on your screen is different than what they show on my screen because my profile with them is different than your profile. If you search for something and I search for something and Nancy searches for something and Devansh searches for something, 10 other people, you'll get different different things pop up because some of them will be the same, but a lot of things will pop up differently. Go on YouTube and search something. You get, get so many uh, things on the side, uh, on the right hand side, and they are different for different people because your profile is different. Your weakness is different. Uh, the, what they want to do with you is different. This is the power of AI, which you can't do with ordinary technology. So uh, in artificial emotion management, this is artificial emotion management because uh, they, they, since they know you emotionally, and they have an emotional profile of you. Therefore, they are able to manipulate that profile accordingly. Uh, uh, gradually, as they learn more and more, the artificial emotional management will become even more so. So this is happening already, but it will happen even more so. The next question is from Aryan. Uh, he's asking, the government uh, recently banned all the cryptocurrency, uh, cryptocurrencies. They're planning to launch their own cryptocurrency. What are your views on this? Can it be uh, seen as empowering the country or running away from new technology? No, no. I think uh, it's a good, very important question. Uh, cryptocurrency is definitely going to happen in the future. You can never stop technology. The cryptocurrency will happen in the future. But cryptocurrency can also be destabilizing. You know, there have been all these rackets in the Bitcoin. There have been scandals. There have been fraud. And, and in India, you don't control it. You don't know who's doing what somewhere. And so you're told it's all fair. You're told that nobody controls. That's not true. It's like saying nobody controls Wikipedia, but that's not true. It's like saying the artificial intelligence is very neutral and very objective like Bhagwan, and nobody controls. That's not true. There are some people who know these technologies. They know the tricks. And there are some people in the poor villages, masses, and they don't know anything. So you do need a government to protect. If you have no government, anybody can start their own currency. Government ko dissolve kar do, police ko dissolve kar do, courts ko dissolve kar do. Are bhaiya, what will happen to the vulnerable people? You definitely need this. Okay. Whether the government is good or bad, you cannot have an anarchy without government, you, which will happen if there's no government at all. Human beings are not evolved to such a, this is not Satya Yug. This is not the epoch where human beings are so evolved in their spiritual, moral level that they can be okay without government. At this stage, this in the Kali Yug, at this stage of humanity, you need government to protect the weak. You absolutely need that. And not only weak individuals within a country, but weak countries are, are, have to be protected from strong countries. 
So this exploitation will definitely happen if cryptocurrency is let loose from some foreign place and all that India doesn't do anything. At the same time, if India says we don't want anything to do with cryptocurrency, then it'll be like AI will be lagging behind. Then we'll say we are 10 years behind and it'll be very difficult to catch up. So what India needs to do is start its own cryptocurrency. It should start. It should start with its own in a very controlled way, figure out how it works, how much, how much, what to do, what not to do. China is starting its own cryptocurrency. You know, Facebook wants to start its own cryptocurrency, like private, private industry start their own currency. So they will be competing cryptocurrencies. Like, you know, dollar competes with the other things. They will be not one global cryptocurrency. There will be many cryptocurrencies. So it's not like cryptocurrency is going to solve all the problems. Cryptocurrency will create a new kind of problem because they will be rival competing cryptocurrencies. So there will be one Chinese currency. So China will want to create that as the standard, you know, uh, as, as the uh, default, like dollar is. Dollar is the reserve currency. I don't know how many of you understand the power of being the reserve currency, but that's a separate topic we can discuss someday. What gives the US huge power because dollar is the reserve currency. And so now there'll be a fight over cryptocurrency. Again, governments will play a role. Private sectors will play a role. India must be a player, but India cannot just give up to the foreign cryptocurrencies. The next question is uh, by Raghav. He's asking that uh, he has many friends who are influenced by breaking India forces. Uh, so how can we make them come out of it? So the breaking India forces are going to get even worse. Because what you are talking about is the breaking India forces of what I wrote in my book, Breaking India, more than a decade ago. But as I said earlier, now there is Breaking India 2.0, which is all these new, the new technologies. The breaking India forces becoming smarter and smarter. Our side has not picked up, caught up with it. Because we are too much into, uh, you know, a few individual leaders uh, are championing this cause of Hinduism and Hindutva and all that on social media. They're just, they're not very well educated about these things. They're not very well educated. Some of them are very angry at me because I'm exposing that they are obsolete. Uh, the old Breaking India is obsolete. My books are also obsolete. I'm saying this, this new book makes my old books obsolete. So the Breaking India forces are going to get even worse. And your friends who are on Breaking India, you see, what you need to do is first, you need to educate yourself about BI 2.0, Breaking India 2.0, which is AI based. You need to get better educated in that. You need to then start educating other people. It's a very, very long process and a slow process to educate such a large, massive population who are really out of touch with all this. When I started my Breaking India campaign, the 1.0 campaign in 2000, and then by 2005, 6, I had my book ready. I was giving talks and all. And then the book was published later. When I was doing this, it's the same thing as I'm facing in AI. A few very smart people joining me because they understand. But a large number of people are afraid. They're angry at me. They're resisting. They're saying, nay, 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 hoga. Bhagwan tik karega. Hum cricket match jeet gaye the. Hum ye ho gaya. India shining ho gaya. They're escaping from the problem. And then later, gradually, they understood. They started joining this Breaking India. They all started joining. Because, but, you know, it was too late. The, the adoption of this, my Breaking India thesis took too long in India. We don't have so much time to, do, to get on this Breaking India 2.0. So I, I want what you, you should do before, for you to help convert your other friends. You need to get more knowledge about it. So I want to... I want to uh, leave the following thought with you. I want people to write reviews of my book. Good, bad, whatever you say, whatever is coming from you, write it. Put it on Amazon. It matters. And then take the link of your review and post it on my Twitter. My tw Twitter handle is Rajiv Message, at Rajiv Message. So you tweet it and tag me and I will retweet it. I want more and more people to review the book because then the public will understand what young people are thinking. And, and that way, you know, your review will also be read by many other people. So the, I alone cannot do this work. You need to join me. Many of you, you've asked me five, 10 questions. They're all very smart questions. It shows that you are on the right side. You, you want to get involved and you are concerned and you are very, you're inquisitive. Uh, you've done your homework. 
I, I've gone to places where I'm not happy because they, they don't have done any homework. And, uh, you know, they just bring me and I'm just wasting my time teaching them very basic things. But the question that you people have raised show that you've read the book uh, or read large parts of it, watched some of the videos. Uh, so I, I have a favor to ask you. I want you to, more and more of you to read the book. I want those of you who have, have read it, understand it, to please write reviews and inform me that you've written this review so we can also promote your review. And then those who want to go the next step, should contact us if you want to intern for us. So that's my, that's my uh, concluding statement to you. Uh, Nancy, I want to thank you. Uh, uh, all of you, I want to uh, appreciate all the people who ask questions in particular. Uh, I, I tell you, this is a very smart group. Uh, and and uh, I want to have you connected with me. And this uh, AI movement for India uh, is going to be the heart and soul of my, the real Tattva of all my work this year, 2021, is going to be on this. And all of you are welcome to join. With that, I'll say thank you very much. Namaste to all of you. <laughs>